1: Real noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
0: You are about to listen to rich Tang's Leicester Square Theatre podcast with me, Richard Herring. It is a free podcast and we've given out 100. This is the 45th one we've given out, not even including the little bonus extra ones. So that... Is a lot of entertainment right there for you. If you would like to contribute financially, that would really help us make future uh, projects come to life, uh, like a video version of As It Occurs To Me, which I'd like to do every month, if possible, if we can get enough funding. But we're relying on you uh, to give as little as a pound, uh, just a one-off payment, or a pound a month would be fantastic. If you go to www.gofasterstripe.com slash rhlstp5, you can find out all the different ways you could contribute how you can help us uh, make lots of other stuff. You really don't have to give very much, and it would make a massive difference. Or check out richardherring.com for my gigs and my Edinburgh Fringe appearances uh, and my tours. Thank you very much. Now enjoy the last in this fifth series of Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre bookers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man trying out his new Frank Sidebottom tribute act. It's Richard Herring! Richard Herring I, I am I am Richard Herring uh, Hello, welcome to you would have to watch the, buy the video to see what that was about uh, Welcome to Richard Herring's Letter Square Theatre Podcast As all the cool kids are calling it Rehel Wow, you are much better than last week's audience I've been, some, this is the second time this has happened Someone sent me uh, a, a mask Of my own face Which is slightly creepy John was just backstage saying, that doesn't look like you, though, what's happened? And I said, well, it's disembodied head with no eyes in it, it's not like... Uh, it's wwwmask masquerade.com. Uh, but they, they, they sent me one before and there was no explanation of what it was when I was in uh, Wolverhampton. I thought it, it was actually quite threatening when that arrived with no ex, <laughs> Just that arriving through the post. <laughs> But apparently I'm meant to sign it. Well, I've signed the other one and sent it back. But this is... Uh, this is uh, I, don't, I don't think I want that. I'm going to give that to the butlers uh, for their, for their attendance. They've attended many times. Maybe next time you're butling, you know, you can put that on. Pretend your boss, whoever that may be, you'll go, oh, my goodness, it's Richard Herring has come in butling because I am aware of his work. Uh, they're butlers. That's their actual butler. They're bona fide Oh, where have you all come from? <laughs> there was no one here, and now they're all here. What's on, so that was... Uh, what's, what's been going on? Where were you? That's right. You were in the... Three, you've just moved up. So you've nicked the seats. They aren't your seats. Have you nicked the seats as well? No, they, we they wouldn't let you through because you were late. Yeah, good. Yeah, fuck you, three minutes. It's three minutes, isn't it? You can't come... <laughs> can't come blundering through here like a bull in a china shop. They were here on time, weren't you? Just Despite all the... What have you been getting up to with your... You dildos. Uh, what's your What's What's your name, Helen. Helen? What do What do you do for a living, Helen? Apart from being late? <laughs> uh, do you turn up at work this late? I three minutes. You're an accountant. Well, you know you should know about counting, shouldn't you? And what <laughs> numbers and time? Uh, you're jet lagged, yeah. but no accountant travels. You're an international accountant. <laughs> You've yeah, just been on, on holiday. Right. Where did you go on holiday? Right. You went to, the Mauritius. I've been. The, and that's nice, I've been to Mauritius, 40th That's where the dodo comes from did you see any dodos? they're dead, well, are they though? have you ever seen a dodo? I've seen one in the Pitt Rivers Museum in Oxford there's a lot of dodos in Jersey well, fucking hell, she is mental uh, what's, uh, you've, turned, you've turned 40 what's your name? Frank, ah, oh, forty. I wish I was forty again. I really do. I got very upset about it at the time, but I, what I didn't appreciate was that I would get older than that. <laughs> and uh, it's much, much worse. It's really bad. Forty is fantastic. When you get to forty-six, honestly, everything stops working. I can't get erections anymore. I can't. No, no, when I tr- want to. I try to ejaculate. Nothing comes out. The end. Just a, a puff of dust comes out. The end. So your testicles get really massive and they kind of, if, they come, if I took my trousers off, they'd be right down. The gravity takes this effect. So what I'm saying, enjoy being 40 while you can still, while you can still, I it is something you look, don't look forward to, it's awful. Uh, what do you do? Are you an accountant as well? Yeah. Are you? Did you meet at work? No. Did you like the way, did you like a spreadsheet? <laughs> <Is> that, no. <laughs> You pulled a great face there. I wish I'd been there uh, filming that. Never mind. No, what happened? How did you get together? Accountancy college. Okay, it's accountancy college, so you are there together, bright young things, looking forward. Anything we could do, anything in this world, as long as it involves accountancy. <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when you met? You've been. When you were t- teenagers, or you were like you went later? You, how long have you been together? Twelve years ago. So you know, mature students. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, sort of mature, Frank, aren't I? No, not very mature, that's good. Never has gone quiet now. It's, turned, it's just turned into a converse, conversation between a man and two accountants now, which is, which is all fine, but no-one wants to pay to see that, do they? So, and I think, I'll, I think I'll get my guest on. I should get him on, because he's very funny, and uh, this is not that funny. So this... This is the last of the series. It's unbelievable. It's been, it felt like a fucking long series. Uh, it's, we've only done six weeks. Oh, I've given it away. Uh, the, <laughs> there are 12 altogether. It's not doing too bad. Uh, so we saved, we have literally saved the probably fourth best till last. <laughs> he is best known. That's good out of 12. That's pretty good. We'll reevaluate it at the end of the interview. <laughs> He is probably best known from appearing in an Ikea advert in Poland. That's probably why most people are here. But he is also ringer from the day they came to suck out our brains. Will you please welcome Nick Helm, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Helm. Welcome along. How are you doing? How are you? Pick up a mic, make yourself at home. Hello. Hello. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. Good. Good. Uh, tell us a bit about the uh, IKEA ad that you uh, appeared in in Poland.
2: Uh, yeah, I did uh, an IKEA ad in Poland. Um, that's what everyone knows you from. That's what everyone. That's what, that's what, what, that's what, what everyone shouts so at me say, "Do the lines from the IKEA ad." <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> so I went. Uh, I didn't have any money. Yeah. And no one's uh, judging you. No, but I think now I wouldn't have done it. Okay. But it was better than the gambling ad I did. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I didn't have any money, and so um, I went for auditions. to uh, This street, actually, outside the Leicester Square Theater, just outside here, there's, like, a casting agency. uh, Spotlight. And I went in, and uh, I did an audition uh, in English. Yeah. And... uh, and it went fine. And then I did another... didn't get you to be, like, improvise and do stuff. Yeah. I did stuff, and it was fine. And then uh, they said, great, you've got a part. And <laughs> I was like, great. And they said, you've got to go to Poland to film it. And I was like, OK. Uh, and it was winter. And, um, yeah, so I went out to Poland. And I'd never really been away at that point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, so I went out to Poland. They threw me out at, like, mm, like, five o'clock in the evening, afternoon, and I got there, and then I had the costume fitting, and then halfway through uh, the costume fitting, I heard people talking. It was all Polish crew, and I heard them talking. And, and I overheard something about the fact that I'd be speaking in Polish tomorrow. And um, And I'm not... <laughs> I'm not Polish, <laughs> um, and uh, and I've never been good at languages. No, and uh, I, like uh, and if I had been good at languages at school, I still wouldn't be good at Polish because no one ever studies Polish. <laughs> and uh, so I said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, you know, at, uh, and uh, they said, "Yeah, you're going to be talking." So I got more to spell it out phonetically for right. And, and I spent all night learning it. And uh, it was Polish winter, and there was snowbanks that were about ten feet tall. Well, but I'm not fucking. They were like taller than me. They were huge snowbanks up and down the street. But we were filming as if it was autumn, and um, and uh, or maybe spring, but not summer. And, uh, <laughs> and so my costume that they gave me was they gave me like this little um, cotton t-shirt. <laughs> And kind of like a, like a camouflage cotton vest, like jacket type thing. And, uh, and they'd just cleared the ten feet of pavement that I was going to be standing off of snow. And there was snow everywhere else except for the bit that I was standing on, wearing right. spring clothing. And everyone else was wearing... Uh, kind of like you couldn't you wouldn't give I wouldn't recognise anyone because they all had scarves over their faces and hats all down there and I just remember that like it was just fucking cold they had like a a, a, like a food table over there with like jam donuts on and kind of coke uh, coca cola and uh and the jam donuts, the jam in the donuts had frozen solid. Right? And it was just the fucking coldest I've ever fucking been, right? And like in between each take, they'd put a jacket around me. And the idea is that I'm in the street and uh, my girlfriend's dumped me and she's throwing all my clothes out, but she's throwing them like they've been itemised in my wardrobe. It's funny. And um, <laughs> you have to be there. And, uh, and uh, so, so they're all kind of like. So in between each take, they'd kind of put a jacket around me and a hat on me. But because they put a hat on me, they'd take the hat off and then redo my hair. So it was pointless, them doing that. Anyway, and, um, and what they'd do is they'd give me ice to chew on. Yeah, and the, and I was just reasoning that the reason they're giving me ice to chew on it's it's a Polish thing because it's so cold out there that what is, if you chew on ice it lowers your body temperature so that you feel the cold less. I thought this is fucking genius, and then I realised it was just so they couldn't see my breath on film. it's right? <laughs> like you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> right? And every time, like, all, all morning I've been like, chewing ice and they'd all been wincing at me. And then at the end of it, there was a bit, it was like the punchline of the thing is that oh, um, she's, uh, she, she's thrown all these clothes out and now she's going to start on the CDs and there was a fucking guy up a stepladder that was like hurling at me like, like ninja stars right? <laughs> and I actually had to like literally they were like missing my head and exploding on the cars behind me <laughs> and then uh, and I had finished filming and then they went to do the interiors and I sort of said well I'm going to go now <laughs> and they said yeah so I got a taxi to my hotel and then I went to the airport and came home <laughs> Nobody said goodbye to me. It was like Aww. it was literally just like you fucking kidding right? I just Yeah. So, I mean, rude. thanks for bringing that up, Rich. Rude.
0: <laughs> rude Polish people, they're very no, rude. Yeah, it was,
2: it was really, but it was really bizarre. They phoned me on my way home and said, Are you, uh, sorry, there's been like a, a mistake and we didn't mean you for, to just go.
0: Yeah, there's a well, fruit basket waiting for you. There's well, some free IKEA furniture <laughs> to take home with you. It's flat yeah. pack. But it was,
2: um, it was, and then in the end, oh, I had to learn Polish, so I said some Polish. I said, yeah. uh, "Aleko I said, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. I was just like, Shaprayashim is the word, and it begins with P, but it sounds like it begins with S. And yeah. so I said, Shaprayashim? And he said, no, it's P, 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 sh-pry-ish-m. So I go, Pushpriyashim. And they go, no, 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 listen to me. Shapriyashim. I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, Shapriyashim. They said, no, it's got with, with a P. Pushpriyashim. I was like, yeah, 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 pushpriyashim. No, no, listen to me. Shapriyashim. That's what I'm doing, Shapriyashim. So I'm like, pushpriyashim. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, pushpriyashim. No, listen to me. Shapriyashim. I'll be like, yeah, that's what I'm doing, Shapriyashim. No, listen to me. Puh, with a P, with a P. Spryashem, Then they
0: dubbed me. They dubbed me. So that was it. Why didn't they just uh, get a Polish man? Why did they just get a Polish man? Why did they just get a Polish man? A Polish man? A Polish there must man? be Polish. There must be a lot of Polish men who look like you, as so if they wanted that look. Why did
2: nobody officially tell me at any point that I had to speak Polish?
0: I mean, it's not funny, but why? <laughs> did you ever see, Did you ever see the actual Finnish advert? Because yeah, it, could, I it did. could have been. Like, I was yeah. dubbed. I was oh, dubbed.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it's weird because I'm
0: speaking in Polish. Right? Yeah, and did they, did the dubbed man sound like you or was he? No, did? it was quite deep. I who are 100. Miska Przyasim, with a P. Yeah, Przyasim,
2: P-tri-shum.
0: P-tri-shum. What does it mean?
2: Uh, it means mouse, I'm sorry. It's mouse, I'm sorry? Yeah, like an affectionate. mouse. Mishka, surprise shop. Uh,
0: With a P. Surprise
2: shop! It's an affectionate m- nickname.
0: <laughs> Good. So, uh, you know, often that first question doesn't... Lead to much, where better no, that is, uh, that's that's where the gold. You get the gold by discovering the obscure. You're that's list, that listed on your uh, your agent list that and one of your achievements on on their website. So if they didn't do that, I wouldn't know about it. Everyone was talking
2: about it. I can't find it though. I wanted to use it for something. Say oh, really? that so I would not say that I used to have a, start off at one of my shows with. I used to have a Polish girlfriend, but it didn't work out. And then do the show, and at the end, I'd show this thing. And it would be a really emotional show. That led... I'm glad I didn't do it. now. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I think I everyone's in awe.
0: That would be imagine. That the, would be amazing. I couldn't find it. I couldn't. I couldn't find it online. So, oh. so if you can find it, then if it's there good. are any uh, Pol- Polish people listening, and uh, you know the the polite Polish people that there are many of, yeah. <laughs> from judging from that story, uh, then please send it. So, There's some Polish people in because they were just booing me, which is not very polite. So that is just proving my point. Um, so uh, I'm going to get straight into this because th- I think this might take up the rest of the podcast. Uh, I, each week I've been looking at uh, the Dirty Brickcom Confessions website. Have you are you aware of this website? Someone uh, emailed me
2: about it on. Um Uh, Texted me about on Thursday. Oh, did they? But because uh, they texted me, the link on my phone didn't work properly, and so all I got was all I managed to read was, "I'd like to stick my finger in Nick Helm's belly button and twirl it around." Yes, and that made me sick in a way. (laughs) (laughs) Very few things. Yeah. These
0: are fans' confessions. That is one I want to put my finger in uh, Nick Helm's belly button, then twirl it. Yeah. Can I give uh, that? Can I give it a go? Just, just see what that would be like. you don't have to. If you don't want it, you can. I've got a really deep. um, That's. I guess that's why. I'm practically hermaphrodite. I've got got very short fingers. You think that will I lose a finger in there? It it, could be the belly button that travels through time. This could be where. I mean, this is degrading, isn't it? I, I think mean, it's you, didn't, you, you did. Uh, you, you did student
2: gig and you took your trousers off I did. and then you quit stand up. that, yeah. did. And then you came
0: back. to... Well, this could be. This could be the same. Let's have a look. Can we? Can we do, can we do it you, in you, private? I mean, that's worse in a way, draft. isn't it? It's like not in front of the others. <laughs> this is really a thing for two. I don't think either of us want to do. You're going to finger fuck my belly button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then the person who wrote that will then get to watch this and masturbate while they while they they might be going I don't want Richard Herring's stubby little fingers in there I get
2: a lot of belly button fluff as well do you? that's alright well I where, where does that come from I did a routine about it but I still never got down to it it comes off your clothes yeah but like all of your clothes <laughs> <laughs> and all of your hairs do like hand to hand kind of thing and they yeah. pass all the bits of fluff all the you way do. down and then you store it here. Yeah. Is that what you're saying happens because that's mental
0: Richard I've only got it's like a little pube in there, that's all this. It's a belly pube. Look, we both got quite hairy bellies. I've shown mine I've got a it's not a
2: pub though, is it? No, unless one you, of your little body hairs have gone <laughs> yank and then and if you can train it to do that,
0: yeah. then let's just do let's just <laughs> let's not prolong this any longer. Because th- to be honest, this is the least of our worries.
2: Alright, give me give me both barrels. Oh I know it's deep. <laughs> Fuck off with this because I don't want to be the prick in the room, all right? <laughs> if Richard Heron says, let me finger fuck your belly button, right? Just, hey, it's a fucking it's a it's a fucking podcast, right? <laughs> right? He's asked to do this. I haven't volunteered this, all right? So be are you fucking real and disgust that there's nothing fucking wrong with you.
0: <laughs> Come
2: on, let's do it we'll do it. I'm not sure I want to now. <laughs> now no, fuck me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should not watch it. It's quite sweaty in there at was the moment. It very sweaty. I'm wearing thermals and knitwear. It wear. was not nice, and it was really deep. It was deep. I didn't even get. It was like the uh, the back of the cupboard in the line, the wish in the wardrobe. I didn't even get. <laughs> I Didn't think I feel might too actually... much twirling, Rich. did feel too much twirling. I might actually have got into his mother's uterus there. Um... <laughs> Leave Gene out of this. <laughs> <laughs> that was just one of the... Uh, there are many, many of yours. Uh, uh, many fantasies, which I think is interesting. It's like with Greg Davies, there were similarly uh, elaborate fantasies for Greg. I think that there's a certain type of comedian who elicits certain... Feelings in people, and I think you and Nick, and you and sorry, you and Greg uh, are uh, similar in this. Oh, yours are better than his. I need Nick Helm to shout into my vagina. <laughs> once, um...
2: <laughs> have you met this woman? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. But um, <laughs> once uh, there was a girl. That <laughs> Uh, this was, like, years ago, but once there was a... Oh, I don't
0: know. We can always edit that. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. I've learned a technique from John Ronson. Oh, go, go, I possibly tell you this. Oh, go on, go on. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, once, yeah, once years ago, uh, this, uh, this girl had seen me on stage, and uh, she was... Visibly excited to have met me. And she said, uh, shout at me. And I'm not really like that off stage. And I panicked. And I said, I'm going to shout your clip off. um
0: (laughs) So, a word of warning. I don't think. The idea of shouting. And I did! (laughs) So. (laughs) It's not the most. The image it conjures up is like of a cavern of some kind. That's the problem. Imagine imagine this woman's going to open her legs, you shout it, it's going to echo around this massive cavernous space. Is is anybody there? (laughs) It's not the most flattering thing. Okay? This one starts badly for you. But then... Then becomes interesting. I, I really... I really hated Nick Helm for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Mum? But, wait, but ever since he was in Dictionary Corner on 8 out of 10 cats to Countdown and sang to Susie Dent, I've just wanted to shag him. Mum?
2: Yeah, uh, that's, that's, I mean, what do you say to that?
0: Yes, please. <laughs> also, Susie would be more than welcome to join in.
2: <laughs> what did you sing to Susie Demp It depends. what I did, I, I did it twice. Did it? So yeah, in one night. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I sang twice. Uh, yeah. I sang it on two occasions. I sang one song. I sang don't. I can't remember. I, did, I think I sang "Don't Fall in Love with Me" once, yeah. which is a song that I've written. And then I sung another song that I wrote especially for her the second time because they wanted me to do another song and I sung a song called um, Susie. That's not, so you're just going to... I mean, there's no way of contacting them back to find out exactly what they want you <laughs> to do in to make that happen, is there?
0: So. It's amazing that the power of song has turned hate into lust. Not really. I mean, you know, that's why it's so popular. OK, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> that way all pop stars start because they think everyone hates them and then they start singing, Oh,
2: most props start because they're all singers start because they want to get a show, don't they? Yeah. That's the, that's the running theme with every. I read <laughs> autobiographies and that is the running theme. That <laughs> yeah. They all wanted to have sex
0: at some yeah. point. Yeah, that is true. Well, there's someone who wants to have sex with you, so it's worked for you. I hated
2: Nick Helm for so long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for so long. You haven't even been going that long. So that must be like someone who's found you very early in your career. God, I hate him. I'm, and not only just I hate him, I'm going to hate him going to track him down and keep hating him <laughs> until he's on TV, and if he's on Countdown, I might like him. <laughs> okay. I dream of licking and kissing Nick Helm's hairy belly. And I, I think we have, to do, we have uh, to do I think we have to do it, do not we, just to
2: see. I've been a big fan of yours for years, so this is a dream
0: come true. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I did it... kissing it is the this energy. is fucking degrading <laughs> <laughs> for who though for which of us is more degraded nobody by wins. licking your belly <laughs>
2: nobody wins but um, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's just a kiss
1: <laughs> mm.
0: You wait till the one that comes after the next one. <laughs> oh God! Um, See, so yeah, this agenda that was hot. That was so. Uh, that wasn't. That wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Was it? It wasn't
2: that good. It wasn't
0: that good. Why are people obsessed with the, the bellies? Because they're cunts.
2: Because everyone judges you on fucking face value or belly value. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll whisk through the rest. I want Nick Helm to destroy me. <laughs> 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 Seems awful. This is. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> destroy me. Next one. I I'm not going to allow you to destroy me. Nor am I going to do this one. I just want to pull Nick Ham's pants down when he's on stage and give him a good spanking. You want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> not really. No. And then on a theme, I've recently developed a kink for hairy men. I fantasise about lying naked on a massive bed with velvet sheets. Nice, I like the little details like that. This is nice. And this then having nice. Joe Wilkinson, Nick Helm and David O'Doherty rub their, <laughs> rub their beards on me. This actually happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> We would then proceed to have an orgy. Yeah, like, that's, that's where the, the beards the come in <laughs> from mopping up afterwards. It's great. Oh fuck <laughs> off! So I we'll haven't brought this up. Uh, uh, who proceeds to have an orgy? We would then proceed to have an orgy. We'd then have an orgy. let well, now. Let's proceed to the orgy stage of this uh, in the jacuzzi and afterwards shower together. We'd have
2: the orgy and the jacuzzi. Yeah, and then you'd yeah, have a shower. Well, Those nice velvet sheets going to waste? <laughs> They're all back there. They've got beard hair what all you, over them. Velvet's got one of them textures, though, that kind of is a bit of a turn-off sometimes, isn't it? Depends which way you rub it. <laughs> like penises.
0: And the only velvet thing I've got in my house is that toilet paper. So that doesn't...
2: Bloody hell, you must have to wash that every
0: time. do. <laughs> 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 So let's uh, talk about uh, your career, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's going very well. It's going extremely well. Uh, I've been very, very much enjoying uh, Uncle. Ah, some fans of Uncle. In we're not in which, America, though, are we? So no. that's why it was quite a half-hearted. Yay! <laughs> But it's very good. In fact, I think it's one of the uh, best sitcoms uh, to come out of the United Kingdom in quite a little while. That is my personal view. That's very nice of you. That's yeah, very well, I've licked your stomach now. I've got to, uh, <laughs> got, got to be nice. nice. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's very good. It's very strong. I, I'm slightly annoyed because I had an idea that I wanted to write for you. And well, I've had a couple of ideas that I want to write for you. I want to write loads of things for you and you're getting too successful now. Uh, I I'm, ro- not,
2: I'm not, okay. not, I'm not.
0: But I had an idea that I think you would have been grateful about a uh, lay about uncle who doesn't really have any relationships and doesn't do anything. So far, it's sounding quite like uncle. <laughs> uh, but the difference is uh, in my sitcom that he then becomes pregnant somehow.
2: <laughs> so that's like. It's like mixing the thing that I've already done yeah. with my favourite film, Junior. Yeah,
0: it's, it's similar, but I kind of because I used to. Uh, we of a similar build. Uh, you're a little taller than I am, but I was—I've always had a little bit of a tummy. And when I was when my nephews and nieces were young, I would pretend that I was pregnant. I would go, that's so, you know, I'd, I'd make it kick and stuff. Like, that. I've lost so much weight, it doesn't really work now. And, uh, and so that I thought it'd be funny to do a sitcom about a, you know a guy who's like that who doesn't want to have kids and hasn't got married who then becomes <laughs> somehow becomes pregnant by some you know sometimes like um, some fish and stuff can change sex can't they and have yeah. it's part of the mystery of how he became pregnant to be honest but then he has to bring up this uh, child that is uh, on his own would you like to do that. <laughs> We could just do it in the second series of Uncle, if you like.
2: <laughs> this is really unprofessional. Is and I've told you before you should go through my
0: ageing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm annoyed because I don't think I can do that now. Uh, oh,
2: yeah, t- I had a similar idea for Uncle before yeah. Uncle was written by someone else. Yeah. Uncle was written by someone else. I didn't write Uncle. OK? Good. <laughs> Stop asking me for parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't write it. Yeah, so I had a similar idea, which was basically about me corrupting a young child.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But BBC weren't up for it. (laughs) Could I be an uncle? I could be your uncle in Uncle. Yeah, we could call Uncles. We could do one called Uncle's Uncle and so, I'm pregnant yeah. and then you have to help me look after you have to help me look after the baby because I can't cope with it it's sort of similar to Uncle <laughs> 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 so you're not allowed to be rude in front of the actual child though is that right? In mm. the, in the, in the yeah show. we're not allowed to swear <laughs> Yeah,
2: so the show is, the, the, I think, um, I play an uncle. don't <laughs> know if anyone's picked up on that. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, I play an uncle of a. Uh, I think he, we did the pilot, he was 11, and when we did the series, we had to refilm the pilot because he'd grown and so would I. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, and so he's like this cute 11 year old, 12 year old kid, Yeah. and I'm his crap uncle and that is (laughs) as funny as it gets so don't bother if you haven't seen it and uh, yeah so this guy called Oliver Mishlin wrote it and uh, yeah so I um, uh, in the first series when we did the pilot for Channel 4 it was before like all of this uh, stuff had happened you know I'm aware of the stuff yeah yeah yeah. so um, so with you know with you know um
1: <laughs> you you know, say, you do you're you looking
2: at me like you don't know, right? <laughs> But you know, you know. All of the. There's been some stuff in the news. There's been some stuff in the news over the last.
0: You know, the. Have you been reading the news? Yeah, you know, there's stuff yeah. in the news. Yeah, she's aware we're all aware of the news. I mean you know what I'm talking about I'm just worried about what the series used to be before <laughs> before, before that came out ruined it it was oh, all um, about no. everyone just having sex with the kid it was very funny <laughs> And then that comes his along. His mum was fine
2: with Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile, yeah? yeah, yeah, brilliant. Okay, good. Um, yeah, the, you know, So when we filmed the pilot, the, things were a lot more relaxed around kids, and uh, and we'd swear a bit, and it was fine. And his mum was there, and it was yeah. all right. And then uh, when we moved over to BBC, uh, things had been a little bit tough, yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, they'd clamped down on some things. <laughs> i'd say they're shutting the
0: door after the horse the horse was bolted there <laughs> it's
2: just like, you know why should I suffer for the sins of our forefathers <laughs> um so we yeah we weren't allowed to swear or you know uh, there's no s- uh, sexual references or drugs or uh drug references I should say uh, <laughs> uh, uh we did drugs in front of it <laughs> uh we just weren't allowed to talk about them. Um, <laughs> And uh, and it was, it was it was a bit of a shame because when we did the when we did the pilot we had a long scene where I was in the car, and basically we were sat in a car together and there was like crew but they were all kind of like twenty feet away and we were all mic'd up and we would have to spend hours in this car and we got on really well and we'd kind of like you know and we were on this bless you we we're on this uh, <laughs> we we're on this low loader and which is like a. a Truck, you know, it's kind of like a trailer because I can't drive, but it wouldn't matter anyway.
0: Um, Yeah, when you're filming, if you're driving scenes, they often just put you on a little about and they drive you you
2: around in like a lap and you go round and round and you film it all. And we did that,
0: and we'd just swear.
2: Oh, he swears. He swears a lot. You know,
0: he swears, have, have you learned any swear words from him that you didn't know? Has he corrupted you?
2: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know the word fuck before I met him. <laughs> um, I didn't know the cunt word. It was uh, so. He, yeah. So he's he swears. He used to swear a lot. But so now it's got to the point where you're not allowed to swear in front of him. I didn't swear in front of him once. No. For the I swear a lot. And I didn't swear in front of him for an entire seven weeks. And I was really proud of myself. I did that, I did that well. But him and his mum. Used to swear a lot in front of me to taunt me about how I'm not allowed because it would get shut down from compliance, so no one on the set was allowed to swear in front of him. Or and so if I, had a, if, I had a swe- if I had a swearing scene, what would happen is I'd do the scene in the car and we'd have a clean script, and I would kind of like not swear in front of the kid. And then uh, uh, Elliot is the kid, and uh, he'd be taken out, and then his mum would be repl- his mum would replace him because she was the same height, and she would. <laughs> She would wear a wig (laughs) and his costume and uh, and then you'd be able to swear in front of her. So every time there's a scene and it's me and the kid and I'm swearing uh, and it's a close-up of me and I'm swearing at the kid, I'm acting against... uh, a 30-something-year-old... It was like the end of um, Don't Look Now. (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm acting against something that isn't the kid. looks a bit like the kid. Until she turns around you, you go, ah, right? (laughs) So what I guess the moral of this story is that I'm an amazing actor. I did really well with that. Yeah, so I've never acted before, but yeah, you're not allowed. So they just wheel her, they wheel him out, wheel her in, and then...
0: Have you not? You've really not. Because you are very good at it. you the act, but you've done like I've seen you do little plays and stuff. On uh, sort of, I saw. I think you stink. That's kind of acting, wasn't it? Mm. that's sort of. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wanted to
2: act. Yeah. Well, I wanted to perform and do something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think well, you're very. You're very good. I would have, I'm surprised you haven't. Well, acted that's
2: good. nice of you to say thank you. No, but right. I haven't. I haven't done it before. Look what I just did there. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was acting like I didn't care <laughs> <laughs> But I did, I've spilled some alcohol
0: spilled some, <laughs> some <laughs> Valuable beer, we can get you more beer If you need more beer So I'll ask you an emergency question Because there has been an actual emergency Of some beer full. that could. I've just been watching uh, Final Destination 5 uh, on, uh, As I've been touring I've been in Hull and uh, Cardiff been driven around So I've been watching terrible films Which is one, one is the fifth one? It's when they are have, in a Have you seen them all? Uh, I think I have, but you know what? At the end of Final Destination 5, they show clips of every single other Final Destination film and everyone being killed. And I barely recognised any of the actors in it. What's Final Destination 5? They're on a coach. Is it it the Final Destination? Uh, It's called Final Destination 5. It's actually called V. Uh, They're on a coach that's on a bridge. Don't want to give too much away about the plot. (laughs) But they escape from the coach, but... What I don't get about the... We'll get onto to this in a minute, because we're going to ask. But why don't get about the Final Destination films is why does fate allow the person to see a vision of what's going to happen if you're not allowed to change fate? That seems to be the mistake fate has made there. If people have to die when they've got to die, don't show them what's going to happen, because they'll run away. I think that that is just coincidence. coincidence. Okay. I think the
2: fact that uh, fate hasn't shown them, yeah. which is just fate, that's yeah. fate, that they're going to die. Yeah. But what's happened is that just just so happens that all five times that's happened, yeah. <laughs> there's just been someone involved in that accident that happens to be able to see in the future.
0: Yeah, okay. That's... My understanding. (laughs) That makes more sense of it. Uh, But now, because when you. I don't really. I don't know why I watched it, because I hate stuff like that, because it's all about people having their eyes sliced out and knives flying into their faces. And and I hate. The
2: second one's really good. Which one's the second one? I think think the second one is when the fence explodes and it goes. Not many fans of Final Destination. You're just comedy fans, aren't you?
0: Final Destination uh, franchise is very interesting. There is a. to give you quite a big spoiler about Final Destination 5... Shall I do that? Yeah, I will. Uh, if you want to watch... If you haven't seen Final Destination 5 I don't think have seen Final Destination 5. Yet, don't listen to this, then. <laughs> <laughs> At the end I'm the only person that's interested. In this. At the end, <laughs> you could have told me this in the dressing room. <laughs> at the end of Final Destination, that's what I like about this podcast. We're allowed to talk about what interests us, and so no one else cares.
2: You're ruining it for the only person that cares.
0: At the end, at the end of Final Destination Five, Nick, I don't want to ruin it for you, but they get on a plane flight. And then it turns out. Yes, it's
2: the one from the original, the, uh, right? And yeah. They get killed oh, yeah. Someone's they get already killed. ruined it for me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I, I don't even like that franchise very much. I don't. So.
0: But, but the point I was going to make is now, having watched that, every time anything like a little accident happens, and some water, like has happened there, some liquid drips on the floor, I'm just imagining that we're all going to get electrocuted and something terrible is going to happen. So it's a terrifying uh, film. Don't watch it. Oh right, my advice, because I've spoiled it for you. People are started talking over there because they don't like. They the hate
2: conversation. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, it was amazing because this is as bad as it gets. Yeah. So, really, when that spilled, yeah. I had a premonition that the next five minutes of everyone's life is going to be wasted.
0: Uh, you could have uh, stopped us talking we're about right, it. Guys, we're <laughs> you could have right. gone it back fine. It's fine. Um, I will ask you an emergency question because there's literally been an emergency. Um, <laughs> so, Matt finds emergencies amusing. I don't think she should Uh, Would you rather have a hand made of ham Or an armpit that dispenses sun cream The ham is edible And you can nibble it a bit and it will grow back But if you ate the whole hand in one go That would be the end of your hand The sun cream is just enough for your own personal use for a year, what well, quali- you know, for as we go, you can't sell it. What quality ham?
2: Because sometimes you get a lot of like <laughs> gristle, and uh, you get like the, the white bits that go through it. Yeah, and, yeah and the- It would be third best
0: quality ham <laughs> from the very best ham. Yeah, because you yeah. can get like I do no, no. It you wouldn't mean, be the very best because you know that. It one. wouldn't be like your palmer. No, it's not. Well, that's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because I'd have a palm of <laughs> ham. <hand.
0: Yeah>. Uh. <laughs> you, you can have that one if you want. You can stick that in your... That's the kind of joke. Yeah, like, that's um, that's
2: what I'm calling my next show. <laughs> palm of ham. Palm ham. <laughs> 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 Nicky, I've just got a palm of ham. Who <laughs> wants a nibble? Uh, that would be my catchphrase. <laughs> it's fucking good, Rich. It's writing itself.
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, it'd be nice ham. But it wouldn't be like cheap ham, but it wouldn't be like, you
2: know... The best. would
0: be the but, best. Okay, so it's, best. it's
2: the third best, right? Yeah. But out of a category of ten or five or... Out of all the hams. All the hams? Yeah.
0: It's the third best ham.
2: <laughs> i am never go my heart, so it'd be the hand of ham. All right. of. <laughs> On, that's not good enough it would be
0: sun cream <laughs> yeah it would be the sun cream yeah sorry. people have a lot of fans of the sun creaming. you've got to look after your skin you do yeah even in the UK you can get some, uh, some, some you know sun cancer there's there's a little <laughs> sun cancer if
2: it, yeah. yeah you can get sun yeah, cancer you
0: can get yeah. sun cancer <laughs> <laughs> that's cancer of your own son so be careful Ooh, yeah. If you, <laughs> your, your semen can be affected by the sun rays if you're not, and then you have a child and that child will have cancer and when that happens, I'm going to come and laugh for you <laughs> I'm going to seek you out come and go, did I warn you about that? <laughs> okay, so You're apparently, a really cunt in Shrumpelstiltskid kid. <laughs> It was quite nasty as it was. Uh, if you had a penis that could travel through time in a little glory hole, yeah, could go anywhere in history and go into anywhere in history, where would you put your penis in history? Um,
2: any, anywhere about a
0: thousand years ago.
2: because <laughs> like people have grown, haven't they, over the years? Yeah, so they'll, they'll be smaller back then. Yeah, so proportionately, it would look impressive. <laughs> You go, put the pyramid down, look at that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Your grasp on history is not great, I have to say. All 300 years ago, it not matter,
2: it not matter to me. Anywhere where hands, vaginas and men's bum holes were smaller. Um, so
0: a kindergarten... <laughs> <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> Good question. You're still your age. You oh can go no. back to that island in Indonesia where the hobbit people were. How about that? Is it in Indonesia where they discovered the... Uh, come on, people, be with me. They discovered the new human species of little hobbit people in Indonesia or something. You're nodding. You know what I'm talking pygmies. about. They weren't pygmies. They were uh, Habiti Flores or something they're called. Well, there's no need for time travel. though, just go there. Now. No, they're, dead. they're not there anymore. They died about 8,000 years ago. i go (laughs) 8,000 years ago. I'm just guessing now.
2: even better.
0: Um, OK, I'll ask... We need another emergency question to get us out of the emergency questions which have gone... (laughs) Which have gone badly. I thought... To be honest, I thought this... I've got quite bad writing. I'll tell you what I thought this said. Did you have gonorrhea as a teenager? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Did you go travelling as a teenager? (laughs) The, the misreading is a much better question. It's weird, because that's how I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a year off, or gap year and go away? And is this an emergency the question? Yeah.
2: But the other <laughs> one was... <laughs> if you could put your dick anywhere in time yeah,
0: and then if you had
2: an armpit with sunken cream yeah. and, under, and this but is they, did
0: you go travelling when you were younger yeah. I mean it's tail enough isn't it it? Quality. you've got to mix <laughs> up with the emergency questions yeah. do you want another one um, um, no, well, I have you ever put anything down your urethra <laughs> have, you, have you ever done that have you ever tried that so I didn't have a passport until I was 25 Um. (laughs) we have established that you weren't really a a travelling person Uh, what is it like being Nick Helm that is an emergency question that made Stephen Fry not that I asked him what's it like being Stephen Fry (laughs) what's it like being Nick Helm Uh, yeah it's alright (laughs) <laughs> to be honest that isn't as good as Stephen Fry's what was answer Ste- what was Stephen Fry's answer well he kind of went into he said he was yeah, quite a nice life but then he'd had some problems in the previous year and then he admitted to something nasty that happened to him what
2: <laughs> <laughs> how fucking lazy are you don't worry the fucking podcast <laughs> Download his fucking podcasts, <laughs> alright? Alright, unless you are Stephen Fry. Alright. Alright, but download his fucking podcast. Listen to that, alright? He's, he's not even reading. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> it's fucking annoying being Nickel. <laughs> There's always some kind that comes along, which is to fucking talk about Stephen
0: Fry <laughs> and his tough year. Yeah, a very tough year. It's more than tough. So, you, uh, we're, going, we're back to the proper questions now. We did very well with the emergency questions. I can't believe this. Oh, I'm annoyed now, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? It's the best tackle ever. What? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, so you—he didn't even—he didn't even pick up that. That's how stupid that man is. <laughs> Not picked up a newspaper. Um,
2: Not going to oh, tell. I'll go on. That's what he said
0: to you the, back. The, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. Was he did the John Runciman. I'll oh, yeah. go on. Yeah, no, he didn't. Someone else did. Oh. I, I set him up for it. <sighs> we'll just edit this. Bit. I set him up. <laughs> We're going to edit to make you look more embarrassed. That's. <laughs>
2: Just be you asking questions and you know, then silence from me. And then every time I said something that was passably amusing, then you'd just fade out all the laughter. And then even more people would think I'm a cunt until so I do countdown again. <laughs>
0: that sounds good. That, uh, that, um, that countdown. You grew up in St Albans. Uh, yeah. Or you lived in St Albans. I lived in St Albans. Yeah. How was it? Because I went there recently. We were looking. Uh, we thought we might move there, but I don't think we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> now I've heard that you <laughs> were there as a teenager I think with that, your gonorrhea I
2: think <laughs> I, I, I mean good or bad I think the re, a lot of the reason I am the way I am today
0: is yeah. because of St Albans St Albans what, what's uh, what particularly about St Albans made you as you are why, why don't you want to live in St Albans? Well, I kind of right. do, but it was slightly... I don't want to offend any of the listeners in St Albans. My mum and dad live in St Albans. Okay, it was, they will it listen, was, but they don't like you anyway. It, so. was, uh, <laughs> it was just slightly full of cunts. Oh, that's the, it's just like a place... Where'd you go? The Cross Keys? Uh, uh, we went... Uh, <laughs> No, it was. Um, uh, to be honest, I don't think we'd be able to live in St Albans because it's really expensive and no ho- there's no houses for sale because they get, they, they get snapped up straight away.
2: They have had quite the boon in recent years.
0: I like to. There's a lot of things I like about St Albans. We used to be a massive, fuck-off uh, Roman city there. And oh, that okay. is still... And they that is still... I mean, there's nothing there, but they haven't built on top of it.
2: If you want to live in St Albans, yeah. you've got to know... Uh, Three things. Okay. Uh, there's a clock tower. Yeah. There's a waffle house.
0: Yeah.
2: And market day is Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably find those things out if I went to live in so the, well, you, you don't need to find them out now. You're way ahead of the rest. Um, it, it was fine. It's a, it's, it's, it's an, I was born, um, um, uh, in Saint Bartholomew's in London, okay. and I grew up in Finsby Park, yes, just off Blackstock Road, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, and we were like we were young back then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. It was great, and uh, and we went to I went to a, a school with my sister. We went to a very multicultural school, and uh, it was good. And I didn't know what. Christianity was <laughs> and at school we used to sing uh, Beatles songs and all the teachers. You know, you know everyone was happy, it was great, and it was only about it was me and my mate and then I had, we, were in a, we were in a little gang of about eight of us, mm-hmm. and there was only me and uh, this other guy that were white, and everyone else was like everything. It was yeah. great. And then we moved to St Albans. Everyone was white, and it was kind of like. And then they were all reading these books, and it was just like, "What the fuck is that, Bible Town? What's that?" And it was, it was Bible Town. I didn't even know what the, how to say the word Bible when I could, you know. Um, we moved from St Albans because it was in the mid eighties, and people uh, started the uh, infanticide Park They started threading uh, syringes to our chicken wire fences at school you know on the playground fences and yeah. we'd, we'd come into school in the morning we'd pick up syringes and have sword fights with them <laughs> and they had to have assemblies and they said don't do that I don't think that was the reason I think it just took too long to commute from one end <laughs> we had a really nice, there was a really nice like, big big house in, in London just mm. off uh, that's not rude. one of them like old Victorian houses yeah. that were falling apart was good. and then like I moved you, to like I've never happy, forgiven my parents no. for move me to Auburn Tree. so I moved back to um, London and then I moved to Brighton for a year and if that was you the worst like, year of my entire life and then I moved back
0: to If you were like Jesse in Breaking Bad you'd have bought the house you grew up in yeah so just to fuck off your parents and then had to all, you know, take we're, loads of drugs we're not
2: all on the same season Rich No so okay. when, <laughs>
0: So, that sounds like don't move to St Albans. No, it doesn't really. Well, it does. We went for... We got there, we went to a Thai restaurant. It wasn't that... It was in like a really Thai square. Yeah, no, I don't think it was, it might have been. It's in a really old building... So it's kind. So it like was, a
2: street that's near the cathedral.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of Thai yeah. restaurants. Down well, it's there. like in a really old building, and there's like a nice sort of medieval fireplace in there. And I liked it; it was all fusion of Thai stuff. But then we sat down, there was no one in there, and then loads of six formers came in and started having their lunch. And they always you, know, you will get that in places. Spoil it. For us. I don't think that's necessary. It, oh, that it
2: is. I think it's corner.
0: What kids go to a Thai restaurant for their school? Their dinner. <laughs> Only kids from St. Oh, we will go to the Thai restaurant. Fucking. Have some hot dog and chips out of a van in the back of the school. Don't come to a Thai restaurant and ruin it for me and my
2: wife. It's 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 nice that they're embracing different cultures these days. It's, it's,
0: they are very. It's a sort of different, fun, it's different world than the nineteen eighties.
2: St Albans was fine, but I, you know, you know, I you know, I just didn't, I didn't choose it at the time.
0: No, you're not going back.
2: I'm going back on Saturday. <laughs>
0: See <laughs> got be, when's this coming out? <laughs> In the future.
2: Oh yeah, fucking can't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going back on Saturday. I'm going back on Saturday. So okay. yeah. It's nice. It's always nice going back, but yeah. at the same time. tell you what. Last time I went back to St Albans, I went back at Christmas, right? And like the the pilot had come out, and I'd just done another pilot and i have done, uh, done a bit of some pieces on TV, but um, I'm, what's it like being Nick Helm? Um, I'm not, it's no different from how it's always been, right? which is you know, I get very depressed and I get very panicky, and I feel like I'm out of my depth all the time. And I uh, just have a horrific need to be liked by people. <laughs> and through trial and error, I found out the best way to do that is to call strangers cunts every night. Right? <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and I went back to St Albans, and, uh, and there was a big group of us out, and uh, and I offered, a, you know, not like everyone, but we were all drinking together. And I said, yeah, who wants a drink, right? And there were... There, was, uh, there were two girls who I'm friends with, and they said, no, we're all right. And there's one girl that I've never really known, let's say. She's like an ex-girlfriend of a friend. And uh, she asked for a glass of Prosecco. And I'm like, in what world is that acceptable? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But she kind of... It was like... Checkmate, motherfucker. <laughs> and it was like, fine. So I got a glass of Prosecco and, you know. And then somebody said something at a table and someone's brother came over. And uh, and I was like... Um, and we were all t- chatting. And I laughed. And I laughed because we were all around the table. <laughs> and the guy just looked at me and said, nobody cares that you're famous, right? And I was like... <laughs> but I laughed. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not even saying I. I wouldn't even you know, I'm not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't describe myself as that or anything. And I'm not. And um, and then uh, I, I was walking down the street on my way home. Uh, and this was this was Christmas Eve, right? And uh, this is all Christmas Eve. And I was walking on my way on the way home, and there's a pizza restaurant, uh, and it sells pizzas for two ninety nine. They sell seven inch pizzas. You can have any three toppings you like and they give you a can of Coke, right?
0: I'm moving it's
2: fucking, <laughs> Right? And me and my, me and my best mate, uh, every Christmas and New Year, we'd literally go out and we'd get absolutely hammered until three o'clock in the morning. And then on the way home, we'd sort of ruin Christmas by the first thing we eat was this fucking 2 dollars pizza on the way home. And he did, he's got married and he's had a baby. Mm. and he's, um, <laughs> and he didn 't come back this year, so on my way home, there was this 290 there was this sign, I was feeling like rubbish and old and all that stuff and there's this sign saying two ninety nine right uh, this pizza, and I took a photo of it uh, I, I got my phone out, and I took a photo of it, and I was sending this phone I was drunk, and I was kind of like oh i can 't really see my phone and um, uh, I sent this text and I said uh, oh, Christmas isn't the same without you because yeah? it's like oh we used to go out and eat pizza every year and it was fucking pathetic but it's nice <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to send it and then I had this man just like crow, this like kid <laughs> with his girlfriend and they were standing like in my periphery but I didn't associate with me he went oh granddad. right? <laughs> I was like and then he, I only take it again he went "Granddad." I was like, and then he said it maybe five times, right? And I was like, Henry, I think he means me. right? <laughs> and like, I mean, I'm feeling old. I'm feeling fat. I'm feeling old. I've given up smoking, right? And I get yeah. put on loads of weight. And I, I was feeling fat and old. And I was like, round. My only friends on Christmas Eve were like all right, like, several years younger than me. And I was doing my best to fit in. And it was like, oh. And then they were like, I was like, oh. And then they called me granddad again. I was like, oh no. And then I was walking down the road, and he started shouting it after me. Like, <laughs> granddad. <laughs> and I was like, and, "Oh!" And I had to wait at the crossing. I pressed the button. I was waiting at the crossing, and he goes, Grandpa! And then, I, and then, I suddenly stopped. I went, "Does he mean uncle?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... That's what it's like being a captain. It is. <laughs> so, you're constantly mistaken for Clive Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks that in the programme <laughs> you're that child's granddad. Yeah. I just think he's he, he we weird, no. yeah, yeah. weird. I think you should make that. You're a kid's weird <laughs> granddad. <laughs> He's still a layabout. Be good. <laughs> that would work for
2: him. <laughs> By the time he's a granddad, he'll have to be a layabout. And <laughs> that yeah. mm. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry people were nasty to you. No, it's fine. You, I just I think it's a funny story because you eventually... But you, you work, but you work through these awful <laughs> yeah. things that happen. It's like, you know what I mean. You do, but you, it's like I was in St Albans and I thought, I'll give this a go. And then I was bored and I was depressed and I was working a data entry and I thought, I'll give stand-up a go. Yeah. I think, this is a hobby. And you don't... Ex- well, I didn't expect it to take me anywhere. And now look at me. Now
0: look... <laughs> So
2: you've been,
0: you've been <laughs> licked on the belly by your what I'm assuming is your comedic, comedic hero. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm assuming. I'm just making that assumption. But you have you've actually been going out to Edinburgh for a ridiculous length of time for a man who is actually not very old. <laughs> I, will, I will add that uh, you uh, certainly not a you, you might you could probably logistically be a granddad, but you'd have had to start quite early. Legally sixteen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't pause after that. <laughs> that just made it sound sinister, <laughs> didn't it? If uh, yeah, I could uh, I could be a granddad now uh, if I'd have had a kid when I was sixteen, and yeah. my kid had had a kid at sixteen.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give the game away. <laughs> Thirty-three.
2: <It's sweet>. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could be a granddad of a one-year-old child. Uh, so um uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh what was I going to say? I'm not that old No you're not that old So you've been with Edinburgh for, since 1997 uh, Yeah well the good thing about
2: going to St Albans Was that my drama teacher at my school um, uh, Decided to take our school play up uh, In 1997 So we were all 16 Well we weren't actually There were six formers that did it as well Year 11 And we went up to Edinburgh for a couple of weeks I think And we did Romeo and Juliet at, in Edinburgh and that was who good.
0: were you in Romeo and Juliet I was the prince in oh, the yeah Julia. the yeah. prince that's not
2: a Prince Aeschylus is his name okay. but every time you say oh, I was Prince Aeschylus everyone goes picking your part up are you it's just like no you thinly red cunt <laughs> <laughs> that was his fucking name <laughs> what, what? Does, what does Prince Aeschylus do I don't remember he comes around at the beginning he goes uh, he does uh, the speech at the beginning he does the speech at the end so right. he's the one that says for never was the story of more well than that of Romeo and his oh fuck um. <laughs> but
0: he's the one I've the just watched this production <laughs> 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 there was a story of Mo Hope and Romeo oh fuck
2: uh, and he does and he, he does the he does the bit yeah. of the well. yeah. he, goes, yeah. he breaks up all the fights basically he comes along and goes oh so we stop fighting yeah. <laughs> he's great um, yeah so I, I, I yeah I did that yeah
0: and then and so when do you start into stand I saw you I you um, when I just met my wife before she was my wife mm. the first uh, summer we had together was she was doing a show with you as a comedy o'clock. Comedy o'clock go <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yeah, we
2: did a show. Uh, I did a show with uh, Hannah George, Katie Wilkinson, Richard Bond in Edinburgh. I start so so. I did my first Edinburgh ninety seven. Yeah, and then I wrote my sh- first show in two thousand and one. I did ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. Took a year off. Yeah.
0: Two
2: thousand and one, I, I missed it. So I wrote my first show. Did another one in two thousand two. Took a year off. Missed it again wrote another show in 2004, took a year off, couldn't afford it, and then I'd done every year since 2006. So in total, I've written about 22 Edinburgh shows. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, considering um, no one fucking knows who the fuck I am. It's like, <laughs> but, um, except for Grandad. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so I did a show in 2007, which is ten years after my first one, uh, with, uh, Katie Wilkins, uh, Hannah sure It was 2008. Was
0: it
2: 2008? Yeah. So, so, 2007, I did a show with Gronny McGuire and Sarah Campbell. And then the year after I did a... This is just watching a man remember things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can look at Wikipedia. You did a show with... I did. It was called Comedy Clock, and I, yeah. I, I compared it, because I couldn't compare yeah. So I I did it so Yeah you could you couldn't I nah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Um I no, you came to see it once and I did. um and uh, it was called Comedy O'Clock. Because my I,
0: my girlfriend was in it, it would have been yeah, rude yeah. not to come. So that doesn't always happen. that's no, it's true. Yeah. Um and
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I cause I'd start I'd go, uh, what time is it? And everyone would go and I'd go it's comedy a cop motherfuckers <laughs> and that was how we kicked it off it was brilliant and I had one joke and we were all very nervous because you were in and uh, <laughs> and uh, I had a joke and I can't remember what the joke was now but I said it and you laughed and that yeah. You know,
1: it's never I mean, oh, this we is vomit it's, worthy isn't it we all, do you, you don't right. know
2: what I'm about to say right <laughs> you laughed and I said fuck you you patronising cunt <laughs> No, I've never forgiven you for that support um, <laughs> No, it was very, very nice of you to come along
0: yeah. well, it's, uh, You know, it's nice to support the young comedians one of whom I was having sex with uh, Thanks for that Which one is a good question? It was Nick Helm well, I'm one of whom I would one day lick the belly button off.
2: The licking wasn't so bad; it was the finger fucking. That yeah, that was, uh, it
0: was. weirdly that was worse, wasn't it? But you did a show. It's with, not weirdly, it was definitely worse. Uh, what do you worse? think that licking a man's belly would be worse than putting a finger in his belly button? You would think that, but you know, you would be wrong. I have done this. I've I've also blown a raspberry on uh, Greg Davies' belly as well. I've done a lot of... It's almost like I just make up these things. (laughs) Put them up myself just so I can touch the bellies and kiss the bellies of slightly fat comedians. (laughs) Because I can't do... (laughs) (laughs) Because as hard as I try, I can't do my own belly. (laughs) Got the end of my cock in, but the... uh, the, uh, have you ever tried to suck your own cock Nick lick it on, talking of licking your own belly? Uh, yeah, of course I have. Yeah, how did you get on?
2: Because <laughs> you've asked me this before. Yeah. 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 And it was a
0: really good response. Oh, like was it? I, said, <laughs> I
2: was so tempted to say it
0: again. Okay, do it again, because no one was, Oh, you can't do it I don't again Have you ever tried to suck your own cock? Of course I have. What, how, how did you get on? Well, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> Good.
2: <laughs> Obviously, not as good as I remembered it. I mean, <laughs> that is a fucking five-alarm fire. That one
0: <laughs> It's good that we've got a bit. Uh, but well, you, you interestingly because you had some, um, you know, you the last couple of years you've been nominated for the uh, big award, the big award at, in Edinburgh. But in Edinburgh, you also had like in the two thousands, you had some shows that got like one-star reviews. You did a show with Josh Widdicombe and James Lancaster <laughs> yeah. and you, which are yeah. like three of the actual. Biggest names in you know upcoming comedy uh, now.
2: Three of the biggest names in uh, <laughs> upcoming uh, comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, me James and Josh, me James Castor and Josh Reeder, yeah. did a show together. And uh, and there's two venues in Edinburgh. There was there's the, the Voodoo Rooms, which is a free fringe venue, which mm-hmm. is fucking brilliant, right? People, yeah, you know, Carrie Adloy did that uh, a couple of years ago, and she got nominated before it was the in thing to go and see free shows and nominate them. Um, And, uh, yeah, it was great. And then there's another bar called the the Voodoo Bar. (laughs) Um, And that is... Pretty much in Glasgow, and, uh, <laughs> and you just keep walking away from the town centre. And then, they, and we were doing it, we were flying it for about two weeks. And uh, it was only three weeks, the festival, we were flying it for like two weeks. And then someone came along by chance and said, Oh, what are you doing? And it's just like, Oh, we're doing a show. And he went, Not here. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, we're doing a show. Oh, you don't want to be doing it here. And it's like, well, Why not? And he goes, Well, these three roads that you're on, yeah. They're called the Bermuda Triangle, right? Because nobody knows that they exist, right? (laughs) And this road that you are on here is the quietest road of all three of them, right? (laughs) And that was where we were for a month, right? And we were like doing these shows every day, and uh, and the the guy there was a show on before us. But often what would happen was the person that owned the bar he would have only just opened, and when we got there, it still smelt of bleach, which meant that because he'd cleaned everything. (laughs) <laughs> and,
0: uh, and he wasn't disposing of bodies, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the what sort of you're
2: thinking of. <laughs> uh, uh, but that would be more to do with the Bacardi, because lime <laughs> is different from lime. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, he, yeah. So it smelled of bleach when we went in, and it was really good because uh, there was like a specials board, but they'd spelt it wrong, and it said speels. <laughs> and we loved that. Oh, fuck off, you're odd. Uh, we like he's asleep, um, and he's like, I don't want to be here, mate. <laughs> um, and uh, it was, <laughs> hold on, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh. wake him up. Don't wake him up. Nick Hill's anecdotes. Fuck me, I'm not an anecdotal comedian. This is fucking.
0: It ain't right. Jesus Christ. She's hiding his identity. That's what. That's that's the most worrying thing about it. I don't think you're. You know, we cannot show that if you're having an illicit affair. But if you're having an illicit affair, it's not going very well, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's going really well, you've been wanking him off. Oh. <laughs> I'd love to be asleep now. Yeah. I've got to fucking work here yeah. I'd love just being having a little rest <laughs> do carry on if, you, if I get to sleep and you're talking I might sort of be half dreaming about what you're talking that's what I imagine is happening to that what's amazing is he hasn't even woken up <laughs> I think he might I think he might be dead that's why she's hiding because I think she might have murdered him maybe it's a weekend at Burnley scenario he's not
2: dead is he? is he dead? that could be the only reason to not be paying full attention to my spiels anecdote I mean it's funny when you see it written down which of course he never will um, so, um, thanks for saving me actually with that wanking stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was a really, it was a really bad gig. Um, <laughs> so did anyone? It was a bad come? gig. It was a bad gig. Uh, bad, bad gig. And uh, yeah, so we got like a few people in. Uh, and the day that we had, uh, we had four comedians that came to see us, and or maybe it was three comedians, and they all sat in the th- front row. It's a tiny little place, and it was like filled with broken glass and dreams. (laughs) Um, And it was filled, and there was a big bucket at the back of the room, which and we didn't realise it was there for a few weeks. And then by the time we got to it, it was just like, and it was just a bucket huge. It was like one of them old baths, you know, those metal. Oh yeah, yeah, little
0: tin bath, yeah.
2: And uh, it was filled to the brim with stagnant water. Um, and people had just been breathing that in for the whole time. And when you went down the corridor, you went down these stairs, and it was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And <laughs> you go in this room, it was this bar, and there was like sh- you know light fittings on the wall that had been shattered. And there was like three kind of poofs to sit on, and there was some wooden chairs, like an odd collection of chairs. And uh, James Akhurst, I think. Um, he kind of like there was no microphone for that venue, so he volunteered his microphone and that got stolen nice. <laughs> and so there was no microphone for the venue. It was tiny though it was like it was it was uh, you know you could fit about ten ten people in there and then the, at the top of it all off, it was just awful for a whole month to be there. I think this is my month and then for uh, it's the, literally to this day it 's the worst room I've ever been in, you know, let alone venue, right? (laughs) And to top all of this off, for some sort of, you know, uh, sarcastic decoration, they'd put up uh, three kind of like partially deflated balloons on the wall, as if to remind you that once there were good times here... (laughs) But something tragic happened at a birthday party and no one's been back since. And we did this thing, and so we had three comedians on the front, three or four comedians on the front, and this one quiet girl at the back. And uh, the gig went badly. And what would happen was, um, I think Josh compared, James... Uh, went on first and then Josh compared and then I was the safe pair of hands. so uh, I'd go on and um, I still do it it's kind of like my act is that I pretend to have a breakdown and uh, that's kind of, that's fine when people laugh, right, but when they're not laughing it's just theatre, right it's the most depressing theatre you've ever seen and it was just me in this horrible room with three Three of my colleagues, you know, three comedians on the front row, just staring me out, and this one girl at the back, who we didn't know, but she kept making notes. <laughs> and it turned out she worked for three weeks, and she gave us a one-star review. Aww. And, uh, no, it's fine, um, because we're all over it. That's why I don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> um, but it was, like, me, James, and Josh Middicombe, and, uh, and uh, so we quite rightly thought, we've done quite well in the last couple of years think it's time to uh, put our demons to rest. So uh, we did um, we did a show at the McCullough Comedy Festival uh, where James and Josh had decided that they'd improvise uh, for it. Uh, and then that just fucking culminated in just three people shouting at a scared audience for an hour. So that was shit. Um, and then we decided, after you did the lyric, you stopped doing the lyric. Yeah. And when you stopped doing the lyric theatre, me, James and Josh took over your mantle of right. the lyric theatre. And uh, and we said, well, yeah, right, we'll do uh, a caster. Helm and (laughs) Willicombe, live at the voodoo bar. We'll show her, we'll show her. We'll even call it the same thing. And uh, we called it Voodoo Nights, actually. Right. Right. Uh, And we did it, and uh, they said, because they did a show together after this awful one-star show that we did, but they did a show together where... um, uh, they just went on stage. It was like <laughs> Padilla and Skinner Unplanned, but they took suggestions. From they just chatted with each other. They're great at improvising and doing stuff. I'm not so much. I kind of like, need to know what I'm doing before we go on. Um, and uh, So they have all of these skills together, and they were kind of like, well, we're going to go on at the lyric, and we're going to kind of improvise, and then you're going to come on and do what you do, Nick. You'll just shout at people. And I was like, well, you are kind of like undermining me a little bit. Was a little bit more thought to that than that. And, um, and I did it. And it went very badly. And, uh, <laughs> uh, people, people absolutely hated us, but mainly me. And then afterwards, uh, I was in the bar with James and Josh and uh, uh, my friends and family. And it had gone badly, and I'd known it had gone badly. And this man came up to me, and he was incensed. He was so angry. He was so angry. And we we'd started at six, um, in the morning. <laughs> I genuinely meant afternoon, and, but we we started at six, and uh, and uh, and the idea was that you know it's Sunday night, so people can go off and do something else afterwards it, and. Uh, yeah, so this guy came up to me and goes,
0: that was the worst, I mean, you you're rubbish, you rubbish, you are rubbish.
2: But I'm not exaggerating. He came up and he shouted at me in front of like, and I was just, I'm a normal human being, really. <laughs> you you're rubbish, you are rubbish. And I was like, I, yeah, well, I appreciate it. it didn't go that worse tonight. You know? uh, I'm not, you know, but I didn't apologise, but I appreciate it, but... But James and Joshua, were right? Weren't they right? like at him and he goes, "Yes, they are, because they're comedians. They know what they're doing." Like, that was, what was that? That was nothing. That was what you're you're, 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 awful. You're rubbish. And it's like my family there, and I, and I'm just there going, "Well, you know," I mean. Uh, uh, I wouldn't put it that way, exactly. It (laughs) does normally go a lot better. And uh, then he walked off, and he was so angry that he couldn't walk off. And he stopped, and he came back again, and said, (laughs) And I said, all right, because I don't want to make enemies. I said, we'll put it this way, right? It started at 6, it's 9.30 now, right? You didn't enjoy tonight, but there's still time to go off and do something that you really do enjoy, right? And that was like pouring paraffin. (laughs) Onto a bonfire, and he goes, "I'm never coming back here again." I'm signing a complaint. That's what we did the week after you left, all right? Um, and then, uh, and then we went and did it. And then I went out for dinner with everyone, and that was silent. <laughs> and then we did it one more time, and then we couldn't do it anymore. It was, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. So, well done for sticking out. I sticking
0: that out for so long. <laughs> they uh,
2: they're used to You to uh, the time that I was bullied in the? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they used a very high standard of comedy at the lyric after what I gave them. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, that never, really. that, never <laughs> that never happened to me. But in a way, I started doing that lyric, and then I started doing this because I got fed up of them kind of not giving me enough money to pay the acts properly. So mm. then I thought I'd just do it myself.
2: Mm.
0: So you know, in the way the lyric. Although they destroyed your career, they the, this wouldn't be here without them.
2: I, I applied for a job at the Vivian, you? you know, when I needed, when I you know, didn't have a job mm-hmm. and I needed one. Uh,
0: and did that me. man come and go? You're the worst usher I've ever seen. <laughs> no, no, you couldn't an usher anything.
2: I didn't get the job, because I was very, very depressed at the time, and I didn't have any uh, self uh, competence or belief, and it was like the head of uh, education at the Lyric, uh, for education of theatre, and I was kind of qualified, and I went in and they said, uh, uh, why do you want this job, and I kind of went, I don't know really. <laughs> and it went very introspective for about ten minutes Uh, uh, and I didn't get it but I've got the rejection letter and then when we went back to the lyric I thought yeah, will I show you for the voodoo bar right? me, Acastle and we are going to stick it to that one star review in three weeks for the voodoo bar, voodoo nights I'm going to stick it to the lyric now you want me, and they didn't and so I guess the thing is I guess the thing is to never think that you're above yourself and look Look back on your past uh, mistakes yeah. and failures and think that it was their fault. Because yeah. it is your fault. It's always your fault. If you fucked up in the past, it's your fault. <laughs> and if you're still thinking about it now, you've learned and you're a success story.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> For the viewers at home. Yeah. I looked a bit miserable. <laughs> it's
0: all right. Some of them can see. there's still only one person. If anyone else wants to go to sleep, just feel f- feel free. Yeah. It's
2: a long still, old night, isn't still, it? Still, still,
0: <laughs> still asleep. Well, we have. We, you know, it's getting late. It's. It, I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. I'm just on the road all the time. It's just a terrible, terrible thing. Um, but it's, uh, we can't. We can't leave it there, Nick. Can we? Can we leave it there? No, we're not. we wouldn't dare leave it there. Because look, listen to that. Just awkward silence. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think it's, it's awkward. awkward. I think they're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Let's get a taxi over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we can. Why we can all just stay here tonight and sleep? I think he might be. Did he do this? Did he fall asleep a lot? Do you know him? Yeah, you do know, because you were kind of touching his face and stuff, so I mean. Be...
2: if he. It, look, you know, we all like a laugh, right?
0: But if he is dead.
2: Zoom right? <laughs> <Do> pipe up. Because <laughs> we're only going to find out about it later. You, you, can, you can wake him up, I, I don't think you'd really.
0: I tried, I can't wake him up. She's <laughs> he, he, tried to wake him up, but she can't wake him up. But that probably means he is. Is he, like, breathing? Is his heart beating and stuff? Because, you know, if he's. I mean, if ten minutes ago, if ten minutes we got the uh, medics out, we could have saved his life. But
2: can you uh, extend one of his fingers just so it's like pointing? And, um... <laughs> oh, we've got a volunteer. So, <laughs> right, is he all right? I'm fine. Not you.
0: <laughs> he is just sleeping. Yeah. How long have you known him for? Are you in a relationship with him? Yes, relationship. Are you? So does he do this a lot, or is it just because we? No sleep, birthday. Yeah, he started weekends and he hasn't any sleep. He should He should probably have stayed at home tonight. We thought we thought ahead. It's nice. Let's make. I'm really tired, and I've managed to stay awake even through like his. Some of these bits are really boring, and I've I've stayed fully awake. <laughs> wow. Oh God! Let's should we go? Should we go and have a drink? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> not you, mate. None of you. <laughs> the butlers could come, and the butlers could uh, bring us some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they would love that. Uh, so yeah, there was loads more to talk about. I mean, we, uh, but, uh, you know we—you know—I was going to talk about the, whether the heartbreak and depression you play on stage is real, but I think like that's—we've—we found out that it definitely is.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's—it's you know. oh, um, it, it's better to find out that it's all true, isn't it, yeah, than it yeah. is to uh, think that I'm just making money off of fucking <laughs> you know mental
0: health issues. Yeah are you going to be doing Edinburgh in 2014 the fringe I that's mean.
2: this year, Yeah, that's a trick
0: <laughs> I um, just said it in case people were listening in the year 2064 when all these people are dead and <laughs> he's well one of them is already yeah, that's it, that's the irony Here's the laughter from earlier when people have listened to that <laughs> last week and that guy's dead now
2: <laughs> he really is yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then they can listen to you laughing at him being dead. Going, he actually was dead though. They'll, they'll know he actually was dead, and then they'll hear you laughing. And are you going to be back doing the because?
2: Fr- yeah, I think yeah. not really, because you're
0: doing like loads. Of, you're doing your own TV show. You're doing more of Uncle. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing a TV,
2: writing a TV show now, and we're filming that in June, and that'll be on in the autumn, maybe. Okay. and uh uh, and then we're doing Uncle again and then BBC Three closes
0: and I'm out of a job uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I did that um, So uh, I reckon you'll leapfrog onto BBC Two with that, don't you? We may well, I don't I know think
2: we'll but well. so for Edinburgh, um, I'm not writing a show I was going to do the Free Fringe to have a bit of fun like I did in 2009 but I'm not doing it now <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't have time because I've got to edit my TV show but yeah. um, I'm doing uh, I'm Possibly to in two dates up in okay. Edinburgh.
0: So. Good. Well, everyone should come and see. He's absolutely uh, fantastic stand-up comedian, as well as a very good actor. It turns out, and quite a nice You, quite a nice bloke. <laughs> We <laughs> look like a like you, you kid. <laughs> and then what was the
2: third thing? Quite a nice bloke. Yeah. Oh
0: bollocks! <laughs> Quite he's he's nice in real life. He doesn't say cunt to you at all in real life. And it's just like me. I'm very we're very similar. It's almost like he's just seen what I've done. Thought how could I make that commercial? <laughs> 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 I like to think that I've influenced every single comedian when I haven't <laughs> <laughs> influenced any of them. That's oh, why I, I, like think
2: think. I saw um, uh, Stuart Lee at oh, that yeah. award ceremony I was at. And, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, and he, he was very nice. He hugged my mum when I got an award. Did he? Yeah. So say hello to him when you
0: say I well. will. Whereas I uh, obliquely called your parents cunts. <laughs> I kind of did that he's a nice guy he's quite a nice guy yeah. I wanted to get talking to John Ronson about psychopaths but we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get onto that so I don't know, what, don't know why don't know what connected those two thoughts uh, so uh, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> oh you can see me <laughs> <laughs> oh god doing a little uh, modern day Charlie Chapman based routine there for the uh, people watching on the video, will you give? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shall we just stay until one of us falls, oh, falls so you can say that? It? Uh, so he's, he's, hey. he's alive! He was alive. He was dead, and
2: now you he's don't pres- know this. But while you're out, we extracted some semen out of your testicles. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like his face. It's like his, rib, his face looks like he's woken up after a 50 year he's He looks like some kind of hibernating creature that's just... For the listeners of the future, he's not dead yet, but he is dead now. He is dead for you. Just... Uh... I think we'll let you go home and get some rest. We were going to do another hour, but I think we'll let you get home and get some rest. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the amazing Nick Hound. Thank you for listening to this series. We're back in September with more. Thank you very much. Cheers. to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. With me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Nick Helm. The music was by Pest. Thank you to Orange Mark and everyone at the British Comedy Guide. To Rob Sedgierbeer, thanks for all the work you've done on richardherring.com. Thanks to Jason and everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. Uh, thank you to me. Oh, I'm the main one in this. Without me, we couldn't have done this. I am the best. It was produced by Ben Walker. It's, uh, as if I missed anything out, it's just... Oh, yeah, thanks to oh, yeah, thanks to Chris Evans, not that one. I got confused because I was thinking of that one, and then I was thinking of the one from Captain America, and then I was thinking of another bloke called Chris Evans I just knew from before. Uh, thank you to Chris Evans and everyone at Go Faster Stripe, uh, and it, this is a Fuzz Sky Potato Go Faster Stripe production. Thank you for listening to this series. We are coming back with more, I think, in September... So uh, you can go to the Leicester Square Theatre website and buy tickets if you want to come and see those lives. That would be be lovely to see you down here. There will be every opportunity to listen to them for free or for money in the future. Check out richardherring.com to find out what else I'm up to. I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe throughout August uh, with uh, my play, uh, I Killed Rasputin, which I probably won't be in, and my stand-up show, Lord of the Dance Seti. Please book ahead for that. I'm in a massive theatre. I will be lonely if you don't come and see it. Uh, And go to gofastestripe.com to buy my dvds or to get series passes or to just make a one-off or monthly donation to us if you make a monthly donation you get access to some exclusive clips and monthly prize draws and who else knows what else will happen but you will also help us make hopefully at least a monthly version of as it occurs to me that would be exciting no thanks for listening it's been good i'm glad it is over goodbye
2: Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. No, this isn't a podcast about milk. If you like historical intrigue, a bit of culture, and a sprinkling of controversy, this one's for you. I'm Rachel Stewart, and I'm travelling around Europe. Following the hidden history of everyday things as they're exported through time and around the world, by force, by chance, or by choice. No need to pack your bags. Just subscribe to Don't Drink the Milk wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Thank you very much for listening to my podcasts. Listen to some more. Tell your friends about these podcasts. We're in a very competitive market. And it would be lovely to keep those downloads coming in. The more downloads we get, the more money we make. And the more podcasts we can make for you. It's a beautiful symbiotic relationship. Come and see me on tour at richardherring.com. But otherwise, just, you know, go outside.
1: Enjoy the spring air. It's beautiful out there. I love you all. Goodbye.